Hey crew, what is up? And welcome to the CloverTag Podcast Studio. This is the podcast where we uh, hashtag talk nerdy about all things having to do with platform and tech and computers and just certain um, ways in, in which we can get our messages out, whatever that might be. Uh, most of the panel, the folks out there in the chat, so forth, so on, going to be, you know, gun tubers, folks inside the gun culture and the gun community. But uh, that's not always, of course, the case. Uh, just matter of record, really quick, uh, March the 4th, 2021. So, um, yeah, going to jump into it, talk a little bit, um, I guess a little bit, maybe more in the abstract on this show, uh, long game versus short game. Uh, we talk a lot of times, specifically in terms of 2A, we talk about the ground game versus the the air game and the chipping away versus the landmark pieces of legislation. Uh, same can be said when we're dealing with uh, with content and the stuff we put out. Some of the platforms out there conducive to the more fleeting uh, information. It just kind of comes and goes uh, at will. Uh, Instagram comes to mind. Uh, Discord. Uh, one of those places that doesn't actually keep a searchable record and things like that. Uh, and then you got, of course, the long game. What is something that, you know, you're watching today? Maybe you did a YouTube search today, right? Maybe you did a Google search and you found something that was posted 10 years ago, right? Happens all the time. Uh, and it begs the question, was that person thinking about the long game at that particular time? Were they thinking, hey, down the road? So just a couple of the different dynamics as creators, I think we have to think about it. Um, long game, short game, both uh, mean something different to every creator out there, I think, uh, in a different way, shape, form, and fashion, depending on the type of content you're doing, what your passion is, uh, what you're good at doing. Again, the platforms that you work, things of that nature. I want to welcome everybody out there that is in the uh, live chat joining live remember those creator nerd tech questions comments stuff like that throw them out there if you're in replay then uh we'll shame you a little bit for not joining us live because that's where the uh, action happens of course but uh, fear not because there's always comment sections below so as we roll through this and you're listening to these podcasts if they spark a question or an idea or whatever we'll share that down in those uh, comments below as far as the channel, uh, a couple of uh, quick things. I did two podcasts yesterday, one with uh, Secure at Gun Storage. The other one was just really quick talking about the Shooting Sports Showcase, which is an event that I'm headed to on Monday. Um, and uh, just kind of asking some feedback and stuff about what do you guys think about this event? Is there certain things that maybe I should cover? That sort of thing. Uh, tomorrow... Uh, and I believe it is at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find it scheduled there on the uh, channel. Uh, we're going to have Mark with uh, Axion Optics as well as uh, Umarex Airguns. So uh, jump in that if you have a chance live. If not, catch it in replay. Uh, not a, a huge deal. And because um, I will be at that event Monday, just like to put it out there as far as the Monday podcast that happens, the CloverTech podcast lounge, uh, still up in the air as to whether or not that's going to happen. We're going to have to kind of play that one by ear. Um, very good possibility that I'm headed back home at that particular time. My plan is to leave the event in Talladega, Alabama, uh, and drive straight home. Uh, not the uh, most grueling trip, I don't think, that I've ever tried to undertake um, certainly won't be the, uh, even completed won't be the most grueling I've ever accomplished. Uh, had some really, really rough, uh, 24 hour plus drives before, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to the, to the event. And, uh, if that happens, well, um, uh, all the better, I suppose that's a bonus, but don't, uh, I guess don't plan on it kind of is what I'm saying. So yeah, let's get into the topic long game versus short game here. Uh, and be, uh, before we do that. Welcome to the panel into the uh, show. We've got the Rogue Banshee. What's happening, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think this is going to be kind of good because, you know, a combination of long game and short game could just help out your channel. Well, if you use it in football terms, right, or even um, Ghost down there, 
bring him in a minute, uh, golf terms, right? It, it does require both if you're going to be successful, at least from a sports uh, sense, for sure. Uh, 45 ACP in the house with us. What's happening, Papa? Not a whole lot. Just uh, you know, starting to get warm here, so starting to get outside a little bit more. But, you know, busy, busy with work. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with, uh, nothing wrong with staying busy. Glad to hear that it's warming up there for you. Um, Ghost in the house with us. What's up, bro? What's up, man? How are you? I am well. So I, well. I, I got, I got, I got a mission for you when you're in Talladega. Yeah. I don't know if there one exists, but if there is, which if there's not, then I might have to do it myself. I want you to take a picture and see if there's a restaurant or some kind of a sign that says shake and bake. Uh, there's got to be a shake and bake somewhere in Talladega, doesn't there? Um, I don't think so. I had, so I've got, I've got a couple of ideas for some, for some fairly entertaining Instagram photos. I'll, let's just say that. I don't want to give too much away, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, there may be the ops, uh, the opportunity for uh, for some cool photo ops. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, I know that when I had first mentioned it to my wife, she's like, "You say Talladega," and and she's like, "The first thing that comes to my mind is Ricky Bobby," and I'm like, "Isn't that exactly. sad? Isn't that sad?" <laughs> Not like the second or the third. Actually, the third you probably have Daytona and Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Talladega is probably the third most famous racetrack in America. You know right yeah yeah and it's it's i don't shadowed. follow racing in no talladega you know well that's what i'm saying but it's even that is shadowed by the whole you know since the since talladega nights i mean that's shadowed by the ricky bobby thing right it, that's what so. i'm saying is you've got this really famous race that's been there forever yeah. and most people know shake and bake you know right right so uh yeah let's jump off into this i don't know how long of a um podcast we're going to have tonight sometimes i say this may not be a long one and it ends up being uh longer than most so i don't even know we're going to kind of go where the uh where the wind blows today remember if you're out there especially live uh those comments those uh questions or stuff like that uh, we'll try to address all of that uh, anything dirty right that we uh that we need to but let's jump into this and just talk a little bit about uh for each of us i suppose you know, how do we define long game, short game in the, in the, uh, you know, in the context of content creation, you know, um, and maybe even elaborate a little bit on, on what we do in, in that respect, as far as long game and short game, um, bro, we'll let you, we'll let you lead off here on that one. I mean, sure. For me, I have, you know, I can, I consider what content I'm going to produce whether it's going to be long game or short game. Uh, for me, long game is disassembly and reassembly videos because there's not necessarily a demand for that right now, but it could be over time. You know, somebody may need to fix a gun later mm -hmm. and they'll be looking for that. And it's just a very slow build for those videos. Whereas, you know, short-term content is, Product videos, things that are out now are things that I use and things that people could use right now and, and be helpful. So that's kind of how my channel separates out the, the long game versus short game content. Right. Right. Um, Ghost, what about you as far as, uh, you know, your perspective on, on long game, short game? As far, as far as like the video and podcast creation side, the YouTube side of what we do, I would say 99% is all long game because whether it's uh, product reviews, like gun reviews, well, those, those guns could be around 20 years from now. People are still going to be looking at them in the aftermarket at that point, the, the used market. Um, but, you know, drills, especially like drills, those are timeless. You can use, you know, people doing the build drill and, and Mozambique drills forever. And so those, the drills are going to be evergreen. They're going to be long game. The podcasts are going to be long game. I mean, you know, there's very, very few things that I do on YouTube, that, and intentionally, by the way, that are time sensitive. You know, I'll, I'll throw the occasional, maybe, uh, 
you know, a, a bill out there, whether it's federal or state level or whatever, or, you know, right. do a, a funny parody or something, um, you know, especially during the Halloween, that's kind of when I always do a parody every year. But most, I'd say 99% of my stuff is built on everything's long game. Now, flip sides, you go to the Instagram side slash Facebook, because basically my Instagram goes to my Facebook. I utilize Instagram and Facebook basically for the short game. Right. Whether it's just pictures of, hey, look at this or whatever. I utilize Instagram as my short game typically in YouTube. Not all the time, but literally like 99% of my stuff on YouTube on purpose is long game stuff. Right. And, and, and the way I view it, and I mean, that's why I kind of hit on it earlier. I think platform-wise, when we're, when we're digging into platforms, Instagram is short game, that fleeting reference for the most part. By and large, it's real short game heavy. YouTube, I think, is more more suited, I think, for the long game, honestly, especially being the number two search engine in the world. Um, and then I view something like a Facebook. If we're going to talk kind of big, huge platforms, I view Facebook more of a – it's not really either. It's more of a more of an archival type thing. Yeah, I mean, the, ar- the archive is obviously there. Um, typically what I use, when, when, I, when I post stuff, you know, it's, it's, Hey, this is dropped or whatever. Honestly, 90% of my time on Facebook, isn't even on my own page. I'm a member of a lot of concealed carry groups or veteran groups or military groups or podcast groups. And I'm checking into those groups and, and all of that and kind of seeing what the discussions are. I may not always participate in those discussions, but I'm always checking to see what the discussions are because that gives you ideas. If you keep seeing the same questions over in these groups, there is a need for me for a video or a podcast about that. So that's what I basically use Facebook for is kind of see what everyone's talking about. Right. Um, Papa going to bring you in just kind of your thoughts, what you do with, uh, do with your channel and your perspectives on, you know, long game versus short game. I say most of my channel is long game. Um, Short game on the channel, if I can find a, a, a new gun, you know, something that just came out, um, I, those tend to, you know, kind of spike real early and then play out for the long game. But, uh, you know, most of my stuff's long game. Um, Instagram is short game, just trying to tease what I'm doing, tease, you know, what's coming up on the channel. And, you know, again, like Ghost said, you know, Amazon's kind of archival. Um, I do tease stuff over on there, too, but. You know, most of the stuff I do is long game. I put a lot of time and effort into it, and I, I want to see a long term, re- long term uh, feedback. And mm-hmm. right now, I want to pose a question, kind of open open forum, and so any of the three on the panel can jump in, as well as audience participation out there live. Um, but one thing, and and whether you agree or disagree, or you want to elaborate, like I said, jump in on it, but. One of the things that I see when we talk when we talk long game is alternative platform. Uh, a lot of talk about that. We need this alternative or we need that alternative, right? Uh, that's been a conversation. Good Lord, for as long as I can remember almost now, that's been a conversation. And so whether you're talking, and, and I'm not a big fan, honestly, of any of the, a, a big fan, right, of any of the alternatives out there, whatever they might be. Uh, because compared to the big dogs, and a lot of it has to do with the, the money they got backing them in the infrastructure and you name it, right? Um, corporate structure, and, and whatever. Um, a lot of the smaller ones, just they just suck. Um, but are they always going to be that way, right? And that is the, you know, kind of where you you bet on that dark horse, right? You bet on that underdog. And to me, that's a long game. So when we talk about the parlors, when we talk about the rumbles, when we talk about the MeWees, when we talk about the MeWees been around for quite a while. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, But when we talk about these, the full 30s and the gun streamers and the huge tubes and the Brideons and the Odysseys and the bit shoots and the whatever, uh, there's a bunch of them out there. Um, Yeah, by and large part in compared to, right? the big, large mainstream stuff, they suck. But um, is it worth feeding some stuff there every now and then as part of that long game strategy? Because what happens when all of a sudden that 
that switch is flipped on one of those alternatives and it does catch fire and it does as face as MySpace died and all of a sudden Facebook took off or, you know, Facebook acquired Instagram and all of a sudden Instagram took whatever the, the, the analogy you want to use through history, right? Um, YouTube became something totally different when it was absorbed by Google, right? Um, what happens when one of these other platforms, for whatever reasons, there's a bunch of them out there. What happens when that, that switch is flipped? And is it worthwhile to play that long game to potentially be one of the established channels, brands, recognizable names, whatever, on said platform, whatever it might be? You know, you know, I play a little bit over there on BitChute and uh, GunStreamer and YouTube, and uh, I just don't find the traction over there. I've got, I'm on full 30 now, um, and that seems to do a little bit better for me. But I, I tease it a little bit. Um, I don't have everything over on those platforms, but you know, some of the newer stuff as I make it is going over there. You know, it's, it's yeah. nice to have a, a someplace else to go. Right. Good ghost. You know, for, for for me, it's I utilize the the alternative platforms um, for archives, another place to back up my stuff. I, I don't do it because of the following over there. I don't do it because this, that, and the other. And no offense, the rumbles of the worlds and the the parlors of the worlds and and all of that. Um. They suck. I mean, they suck. The gun yeah. tubes of the world. No, it's nice, right? But gun tube yeah. sucks. I mean, let's yeah. just be real. Yeah. Um, and it's not, they're, they're never going to grow into something. If they ever do start to grow into something, they will be consumed by a bigger fish and they'll cease to exist. They'll just, you know, implement that into their own I thing. Uh, I don't see that happening either. But for me, I think the biggest problem is with the alternative in the way that our community, and I'm not going to say other, but our community, we view an alternative platform as a, a gun-friendly platform. But that's right. not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for an echo chamber. I'm not looking for right. people that already agree. I'm looking to try to reach new people that might be looking to get into the gun industry, the gun community, the gun lifestyle. So, you know, YouTube, they can flip the switch on whatever they want, but I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride it till it does because you know what? Uh, between Google and YouTube, which are the same company, the one and number two search engines in the world, that's where people are. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to reach an audience, that's where the audience is. That's just my opinion. Well, and, and, and we got to get off this whole notion of flipping a switch because reality is any platform at any place in any point in time can flip a switch. So unless you're talking about an echo chamber, um, you know, you, you never know, never say never. So I'm, I'm not going to say gun tube will never blow up. I'm not going to say full 30 will never blow up uh, rumble, whatever it might be. All it requires is money, technology, infrastructure. Um, you know, it, it, it could happen. Stranger things have happened in the past. And so it could happen. Um, the big entities that we're dealing with now, um, they're seemingly unstoppable. They're seemingly monopolies in social media and video hosting and, and that sort of stuff sure but does that mean that i mean even even david once brought down goliath if you want to go to that old adage or that old story right so can, can it happen yeah sure and so it, to me it just makes sense as if, if it's not 80 percent of my time spent it makes sense in the best interest of the long game but along the same lines with, Oh, well, so-and-so could flip a switch. Well, who knows in five years, what rumble looks like or what odyssey looks like or what any of these platforms look like. One of the issues, and I don't want to get off down this rabbit hole, but one of the issues with parlor had to do with their lack of terms of service and community guidelines, which is something that's required for social media apps in the Google and Apple store. How do I know this? Because I once had apps for a social media platform in the Google and Apple store. It was also a stipulation with their, the way I understand it, with their Amazon hosting. So at some point you have to have terms of service. You have to have community guidelines. You have to have some sort of structure, right? And then depending on who is running that structure, depending on a lot of different factors, who knows later down the road, they could pull the switch on everybody. I want to bring Rogue in, though, real quick, because I think he unmuted for a reason. So get after it. Yeah, I was just 
you know, going to say the same thing. I, I'm on just about every alternative platform there is out there. Um, but there's a reason why I concentrate on YouTube is that's where the audience is for me. Mm -hmm. That's where like ghost is looking for, you know, the new people. That's where I'm going. Uh, as a, as a, you know, a gun tuber person, you know, there is 5 million new brand new gun owners last year. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know about a rumble, uh, a full 30, uh, gun to use to name any other platform. Right. They're going to go to Google. And quite frankly, that's the audience that I want to go after sure. is those brand new people. So, um, you know, I focus on YouTube. I upload to other platforms. There's so many platforms. I don't have time to upload to every single platform right. or else I'm uploading all day long, seven days a week. Well, and if other platforms are out there and happen to catch this podcast, um, then import features are a lifesaver for I, some folks. So, they, yeah. quite frankly, that's the alternative platforms I go to. Yeah. As right. uh, with the exception of Full 30, the other ones, if you have an import, I'm putting my content there because it's easy. Right. I can just copy, you know, copy a link, paste, do a couple drop down boxes, I'm done. Right. And I'll put my content there. Right, you'll, you'll, um, that's my priority. Now you 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 brought up, and, and it, we we are going to hit on that before we get out of here tonight. I do want to hit on the new firearm owners uh, in the context of, of long game, short game, and also want to hit on some two A two A style content. What what can we be doing in that in those those respects, long game and short game? Um, Ghost, you wanted to come in and follow up. Yeah, and you had mentioned something about. Um, and, and, it's a great point that we, we need to maybe touch on for a second for those uh, people out there, especially if there are other platforms are listening to this. We know personally, we know the people that started Gunstreamer, mm -hmm. and they're great people. They had great intentions. Um, they were able to solidify funding. They had all the infrastructure that was there. Everything that they needed was there for them to blow up. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned something earlier. Sometimes it's the structure and sometimes it's the leadership that hold platforms back. Mm -hmm. And it's not a shot across Austin or any of their bowels, but, you know, they made some critically, in my opinion, mm -hmm. some critically bad decisions at critical times of their growth that held themselves back. So right. a lot of times it's not necessarily a platform. The platform might be the greatest thing in the world. They might have the funding. They might have the infrastructure. But if the leadership doesn't have the vision to see the long game, then right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, there was, an, and, and I'm going to jump in here and, and uh, just take a wild stab at what you're talking about. Uh, but I, said, I think it's important for, we're talking about long game here, for in the future people possibly listen to this, understanding, at least from our perspective, what we think was a, what was a misstep was there was such a vacuum when YouTube pulled Google Hangouts. It was such a vacuum in live stream. I think that they, when they focused on other things rather than getting some type of live stream implementation for all of the, the firearm channels that were scrambling. And ultimately, we all, all went to the duck. It seems like just about all went to StreamYard. But um, is that what you're talking about, basically? Is that not yeah. taking advantage of that power vacuum? Not taking advantage and not seeing that instead of doing project a maybe we put that on the back burner because there's an immediate void that we can fill right that could have absolutely blown it up and and, and look this way who had ever heard of Streamyard prior to a year and a half ago right. now Streamyard blew up because some of these other platforms missed the boat mm -hmm. so Streamyard's probably happy that you know some things didn't happen or platforms decided not to do right. so because Streamyard's probably doing really well because of that Right. And, you know, business is a business is a super tricky thing. So don't for those out there listening, don't think Ghost and, and Rogue and, and Pop and I don't think that we're we're not aware of that because we are right. There's there's a lot of different facets. People you can talk about said platforms evil. You can talk about whether they messed up on this or they're doing this wrong. But understand that the infrastructure, both uh, corporate 
structure, actual hardware structure, you know, company policy, the the cash flow, a lot of moving parts and components when you're dealing with any type of a business, whether you're talking with a huge YouTube uh, or you're talking uh, like we are in the sense of a, of a very small gun streamer. So, and we don't know all of those uh, behind the scenes things and, and nuances, but I do want to talk. I want to jump in real quick here and long game and short game. And several of us have mentioned and talked about, you know, two a style stuff. Um, and this goes in, I want to talk about the bigger picture of the new firearm owners and stuff like that. Uh, we'll kind of end with it, but I want to, to bring up the two a and how do we, what's the best approach when we're talking about long game and short game? I mean, obviously a new bill is introduced. That's short game, right? Um, I think we pretty much all agree on the short game when it comes to two a, but as far as long game, um, what are y'all's thoughts on, you know, how you play or how we should be playing as, as firearm content creators, pro to a pro firearm content creators, whatever you want to call it. How should we be playing the long game to a game as far as content, uh, ghost, any thoughts on that? Yeah. The, the long end I play, and I can only speak for myself, uh, the long game that my mission and it's actually in my mission statement on my website and all that is my mission for the channel is to break down the barriers and misconception of what the general public thinks that gun people are. Mm -hmm. And that's the long game. It's not going to happen overnight. We have to convince them and, and prove to them that we're just like everyone else. We're, we're the ones that coach soccer or baseball on Saturday mornings. We go to church with you. We go, out to dinner with you all the time. Just because we we choose to carry a gun doesn't make us a different person. We're not evil, scary people. Um, that and, and I think that is the longest that I play. I, and I, everyone has their own mission, but my mission was concealed carry and training, and and all of these things. The Armed Citizen Podcast. It's all based and geared around breaking barriers and changing minds of the misconceptions of who we are as a people, as a community. Right. Uh, Rogue. You know, I think my mission's pretty similar to, to ghosts. Um, my mission is, you know, I, I don't want to be in your face about laws, bills and stuff like that. I want to get you interested into the sport. Either shooting, practicing, protecting yourself, whatever. Um, you know, I, I want you in. I want you to realize that, hey, this is not scary stuff. You know, for a disassembly uh, build I do, my, my videos are pretty easy to follow. And and that's where I'm trying to get you into is, hey, this is not scary stuff. This is this is a piece of machinery. Um, you're gonna you're gonna work on it. You know, there's some common tools and um, get you interested into the sport. Once you're into the sport, then you're going to start naturally looking at where you're going to go next. You know, there's the, the content that comes out every day about every build and stuff like that. Those people are the best, you know, from, in my opinion, they're the best to, to do that stuff um, because that's all they're, they're doing every day. So, right. you know, I, I just, I want those, I want those people on the fence just to say, hey, this is kind of interesting. Um, you know, I, I want to go there and I want to check this stuff out. And here's a welcoming person that's going to show me stuff really simple. Right. Well, this is where, you know, it, it goes spoke about the misconceptions. And Pop, I'll bring you in in just a minute. But this is where some of those misconceptions happen among the creator sphere, Right. We all kind of have our wheelhouse and our certain things, thing, things we feel comfortable, right, doing content about, um, things we feel knowledgeable enough, maybe, by, by doing that, um, things that we quite simply put. I mean, if you're going to be a creator, you got to offer some kind of value with your content. We've talked about that many times before. Um, and straight up to a legislative stuff, May not be your wheelhouse. I, I was going to pick on you at first, Rogue, a little bit, play a little devil's advocate. And I was going to say, um, 
I was going to say, well, do you think by if you just cater to the competition style, what about all those new firearm owners and people that they they don't and will never care about the competition side? You're missing out on that aspect. And I checked myself. That was rhetorical. Um, I checked myself on that because I got to thinking, no, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Time out. We all have our own thing, right? And the key here is to be interconnected, to have a community, be supportive, right? Um, and if we bring somebody in and then they start to feign interest maybe in other things, then we've got, you know, I could push them to Ghost. I could push them to Rogue. I could push them to Papa or Snob or Gizzard or Artak and Daughter, whoever it is out there, right? Um, and, you know, that's the beauty of this is, is we've got to realize that we're not alone. And we've got to start playing off of some of the, we want to point out, I guess what I'm saying is often we want to point out weaknesses with each other, which are really not weaknesses instead of falling back on our strengths. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, you know, and, and you have a valid point. You absolutely have a valid point, but no one person can be everything to everybody. Right. So, you know, for me, I have my content and what I do. If they um, are, if they are, if, if you're following somebody and you think that they are, be careful. I would, I would seriously question the legitimacy of that person. Absolutely right. Exactly. exactly. Yep. So, you know, and that's, you know, you can also look at, at, at some other things where if you do as a, as a 2A content creator, we can also do collaboration so we can mix our audiences. Right. Like you might, you know, if, just hypothetically speaking, if if I do a video with Ghost, I have a completely different content than he does, um, a completely different style than he does, right. and and that's not a bad thing. But then I can get my audience going. Hey, you know, this is how you maintain your guns. If you want to learn how to run them, he's the guy to do it. Right. Advice. You know, that, that's 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 a that's a funny one because you know Clover and I joke around all the time, seemingly seemingly. If you just look at our channels, there is no reason on earth why Clover and I should be friends. Like literally. And but what's great about it is is I'll call him about certain things and and we'll talk and, and, and enlighten each other on different things. And that's that's the whole point of YouTube is enlightening people oh. on a range of topics that like like Clover said, if if someone claims to be the end all be all and everything then I would run for the hills for that person. Just saying. So we've got a we've got a strong foundation, is what I'd say about that. First of all, between Ghost and I, when it comes to fundamentals, call them morals or call them principles, we align very well on a lot of oh, that sure. stuff. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless yeah. of what we think the solution might be or how comfortable or competent we are, right, with that particular talk. But usually we got we got similar thoughts on it. Um, but as the firearm owning community in general, right? Um, we tend to we tend to respect the Second Amendment. Um, we tend to enjoy the sport, whatever it might be, uh, the freedom, the liberty, you know, all those things entailed. So, like you know, I use you and I goes to make a larger example of that. Honestly, spans way out into the community. It's just a matter of getting past the superficial and going, well, that guy only does these videos or this guy only does these videos. It's like, well, that's what he likes. That's his thing. How about we, we again, play to each other's strengths. Going to bring Poppy in. We've ignored him for a minute and get back on this whole notion of, you know, using your content um, in, in a long game format for some type of 2A purposes. Any thoughts you've had on that? You know, I, I just try um, oh, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. I've been listening to you guys. Um, I try to show guns and stuff in a positive light. I'm just an everyday kind of guy. Um, I originally started the channel so I could learn more about them. Um, I just got back into it um, and I was interested in this stuff and this channel helped me grow and, and and learn more about the guns. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of the current event or 2A or, hey, this bill's out there. It's just not my wheelhouse. I just try to be normal, everyday guy, right. present some facts. Um, if I get some historical firearms, I try to show some of the history of it. You know, 
it's really neat when you get something that's 100 years old and there's several of them out there you can pick them up yourself and you know, go out there and shoot them and enjoy them you know how many 100 year old cars out are out there that you can <laughs> go out and buy and drive you know so it it just kind of connects you to some history and that's one of the things i do with some of my older firearms right yeah and i think whether you're talking uh anybody maybe somebody that's new to firearms and they've also liked history right yeah. maybe they they really enjoyed the, the history aspect of things now they're into firearms that's that's absolutely that gets that gets more into almost more into the collector side you know of thinking with me um, mm -hmm. i guess is, is sort of where you can put it but you know definitely a definitely a place for it right um so you know you brought up something there that um you know, I think I think it plays into things because we've got to be we've got to be careful. Um, we've talked a, a, quite a bit about about long game over over of course short game because I think correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody on the panel, if you want to disagree, hot mic and jump in. But I think the vast majority of at least new creators that get into the game, um, or maybe even younger newer creators channels and things like that i think they often get blinded by the short game um they get you know it's fancy it's flashy it's and the problem is it can become a pitfall um it can kind of pigeonhole you into where that's the only game you're able to play uh and then does your channel have any longevity depending on political wins depending on social you know perceptions depending on prices and and um what am i thinking uh, availability like for example if you did new product reviews right right now and that's all you did with short game you got the stuff bought it as soon as it come out blah 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 well good lord you can't get stuff now stuff's back ordered for weeks and weeks and months and years right now right so what yeah, your you viewers gonna, can't get it either <laughs> right what are you gonna do right ghost you you were gonna mic up go ahead oh yeah i, I was gonna agree you know and, and i'll just say something and it's not just like the the younger slash newer channels that are having that issue i think what happens ultimately is that our channels that have been around for a couple three years that haven't seen the growth that they necessarily wanted to see. So what do they end up doing? They completely shift their mission to be the fear monger slash topic of the day, chasing trends to grow. And what they don't realize is like you said, there is no long game in that unless your long game is to be a bunch of short games where you can completely have to change the direction of your channel. Because once you start down that road, mm -hmm. it's hard to go back to what you were doing right. because you're seeing the benefits of that. Even though that's not what you want to do. Right. Some people get blinded by the growth. And I think that a long time, is they're gonna they're gonna grow maybe a little bit, but then they're gonna realize that one they hate doing that kind of content, and they're gonna get burned out. And two, their their channel growth is going to hit a wall, and maybe even go backwards if they can if they go back to, you know, that route. So I, I think a lot of it is is be true to what your mission is, be true to what you want to do. We're all going to evolve. But chasing trends, especially in our niche, um, can get you growth. But unless you want to change your entire perspective on your channel, that's that's a difficult road to go down. Right. Well, growth is different than sustainable growth, right? I mean, correct. It's something to where if if you're having to put in X number of hours a day or week to get those numbers, are you going to have to continually? put those hours in to continually get those numbers, right? Yeah, because yeah. once again, that, that's where you get burned out with it is you change the direction of it for the immediate impact of your channel, which is we all, we all want growth. And for me to sit, if anyone says that they're not in it for growth, they're lying because that's part of what we do. We want to grow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's just the reality of it for whatever reason, but the growth is a thing. But if you start changing your ideals and your morals and your ethics to chase that growth, that's when you start seeing bad things happen to channels. Right. Papa, do you want to jump in rogue? 
Yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, I see a lot of smaller channels. I don't even want to say younger channels. I see a lot of smaller channels. They'll try something. If they don't get instant growth out of it, they immediately change direction. Oh, that's and, true. This is yeah, true. And it's, it's very true. And it's kind of like, guys, you got to let that one ride out a little bit longer. Yep. This is not, you're not going to create a channel, put one video out, and then suddenly have 100,000 subs. It's odds not going to happen. Odds are. Odds are. Odds are. I've and seen a lot of them. Reason, Go ahead. Go if, ahead. if there's a reason you do, how long are those subs going to stay there? Because they're going to expect well, video number two to be the exact same stellar content. Well, what I was fixing to say on this is we get, we get blinded. And I'm talking as creators as a whole. This is not specific to GunTubers or anybody else. But we get blinded by a couple of things. There's two things that are said that, that I question any time a creator says it, right? And both of them are kind of, they become platitudes. And so, for the most part, I ignore them uh, at this point. Because even I say it sometimes without even realizing. The first is, oh, I don't care anything about monetization. The second is... um, uh, you know, when when talking about growth, they talk in terms of subscribers. OK, um, so just to put that out there on the table, there may be somebody listening new for the first time. I kind of doubt it, but hopefully there is um, subscribers. I don't care. Just watch my stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, if, if you can subscribe all you want, and, but if people don't watch it, then. You know, I'm not helping you. I'm not providing you any kind of a value. I'm not. You're supporting the channel by subscribing. Yeah, sure. But ultimately, you're not helping my content to get out your anything um, if you don't actually watch. Right. And for most of us, we know actually probably for all of us, even if there's some very small channels out there, you'll notice that you get way more views than you have subscribers. Uh, most of your views come from people that are not subscribe. We've talked about that on past shows. Uh, and then the monetization game at some point, and it may not be, it may not be the case when you're at a hundred subs. It may not be a case when you're at a thousand or 5,000 or even 25,000 or a hundred thousand. But at some point monetization, being able to bring in a little bit of money, uh, it helps. Um, I, I said it the first of this podcast, I'm going to Talladega on the eighth for that uh, shooting sports showcase. Now we bought a car, uh, a new car early. Well, my wife, a new car early uh, last year um, for the specific purposes. We started looking at the money situation and good Lord, with all these trips and rentals, if we just got a, a nice, you know, reliable vehicle that was good on gas and all this other stuff. Well, good Lord, that's her a daily driver. Um, and then the money that we saved on rental fees, we apply to the car notes every year and we're golden. It just made sense. Right. Um, but still, I mean, I'm talking about driving, you know, straight back once it's over to save on money. Um, but I've still got fuel. I've got food. I've got a stay. I've got all of this stuff. Um, and okay. I mean, maybe the videos that come out of that event, you know, maybe I make several hundred dollars on those over the course of a year, maybe, but I may make only tens of dollars over the course of the year or even less. Who knows? Maybe they're not even able to be to be monetized before it's said and done. You never really know. And so it's nice to at least recoup some of that. So be careful with people that are so focused on subscribers. They're losing track of what really matters, which is the views and the engagement. And also be mindful and careful of the people that say they don't care anything about monetization because hey, that's like saying, I don't care anything about money, period. And we all know that we require money to live our lives and every facet thereof. So um, I think so many of them get caught up in that race to monetization, that race to get there, that they burn themselves out. Um, you know, you got to pace yourself. It's a great point, too. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. I mean, you know, if, when you're talking about monetization, the reason why monetization is so good, especially when you hit a thousand subs, even if we're, you know, let's say 25,000 subs, you're not going to quit your job. You're not going to live your life on the money you're making at that level. Can you at 300,000, 500,000 subs? Yeah, there's people that can. Um, 
the, what the monetization stands for is now, even if it's $10 a month or $1,000 a month, whatever that is, it's the reward for the hard work to get there. And exactly. it's, it's the gratification of, I, I busted my tail to get to this point. Now I can start recouping some of the investments because well, uh, if, if you don't think that it doesn't cost money to do a gun video, you are absolutely out of your mind mm-hmm. uh, to, to do it. If any kind of video, it takes right. money to do it. So now you're able to upgrade cameras, upgrade microphones, get more gear to review. All yep. of that takes money. So the monetization is important to a channel. Yep. Yep. So let's... um. Let's backtrack a little bit. Let's go back into, you know, I don't want to, talk, I want to get back to, to short game, long game. And I want to talk about the new, uh, the new firearm owners coming into, you know, we heard the, the millions that, um, that were brought into the tent of firearm ownership last year. And, you know, I'm just curious what the opinion of the panel is, as well as everybody out there in the live chat and those in replay, by the way, comments down below. Um, I'm just curious, is short game more, do you think, is more appealing to those new firearm owners? Or is it the long game? Or is it a combination thereof? Um, Papa, what's your thoughts on that? I think long game. I I think if they've gone out, they've made that decision to buy a firearm and they've bought it, you know, they're looking at those long game videos. You're looking at the evergreen content. I just bought this. What do other people think about it? What are the, you know, what's going on with this? You know, did the salesman tell me what, you know, you know was the salesman telling me the right things? Um, I, you know, they just have a curiosity for that. And I think those long-term evergreen content for them, um, you know, and then, you know, they probably do go over to some of those guys who do a lot of that two-way stuff and a lot of that short stuff uh, just to kind of get familiar with the, the community. Uh-huh. Um, Ghost, what do you think? Long game, short game, both? I think initially it's short game because what's going to happen is I think the new gunner is going to go buy that gun and they're going to dive in to gain as much knowledge about that gun or training or whatever they're looking for initially. So they're looking for the latest, greatest stuff to say, hey, I need a new holster for this gun. I need to know what kind of carry ammo that we're going to need. I need to know what kind of training I need to get. I need to know what drills I need to get. So they're looking for the short-term benefits of that gun ownership. Now, what we need to do is provide them with that and then transition them and say, now that you're in this community, we have to utilize them to learn how to play the long game by bringing other people into the community. So I think that you have to have both of them. Uh, Rogue. You know, I, I think they're actually uh, mostly interested in short term because it's they've got to catch up so fast. Um, you know, I've spent money on this. Ammunition is so expensive. What you know, and and they're trying to learn that stuff. But I think they're also interested in a little bit of long game because now that they've got this gun, you know, how do I clean it? Um, you know, how do I maintain it? Uh, what skills do I need in the future? And I think there's, I, I think it's more like 75 short-term, 25 long-term. Mm-hmm. You know, I tend to agree more with Papa, and I flip that. I say probably 75 long-term, 25 short-term from what I've seen. And again, the, the beauty of this is we're talking about our perspectives, and we've all got different channels, and we all, again, run them a different way. We've already had that conversation. Um but, you know, I've got a lot uh, of long game, long form, evergreen, whatever you want to call it, content on the channel. And I see comments over the last year um, all the time that, you know, I just picked this up. And it's good Lord. I mean, it, it, you know, they haven't been in production for 10 years, right? And the person just picked it up. So it's certainly not the flavor of the day. Yeah, they, um, or somebody gave it to them or they got it from their grandpa. Right, or... right. And I've had, oh, I've been looking into buying my first whatever it might be, right? Um, 
And especially with some of the top 10 videos that I've done or top five videos that I've done, I've gotten that comment a lot on some of those top five. They're like, oh, I'm looking into buying my first firearm and da 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 And so, you know, and those videos have been up. They've been up forever. <laughs> you know, um, they are. Those are great short term, short game videos. Don't get me wrong, because they hit the algorithm hard and and, you know, they're kind of trendy. I mean, who doesn't like you know top fives and things like that? Um, it's just that's just a, a proven um, recipe, I guess, really, for the for the strat for strategy for the, the platform in general, no matter what niche you're in. Um, but, yeah, I, t- I tend to little, put a little more weight toward the uh, toward the long game myself. Now, you know, something when we talk about everybody being a part of the community is, you know, I had and, and I have gotten talked about a lot of the comments just a second ago. And I've gotten comments before where it would be like on a on a firearm and. You know, the particular one that's that's coming to my mind right now, this firearm hasn't been made since like the early 2000s, probably, or mid-2000s at least. Um, and the guy, his comment simply read, had one and I hated it. And, you know, very seldom when I get similar comments like that, do the people actually reply to me. But I always reply to them, and I push them to be more specific, Right. And the reason is to be a bigger part of this conversation in this community, you know, just coming into my video and dropping a thing that says, Hey, I had one of them. I hated it. That helps nobody. That doesn't help me. Potentially that doesn't help the next viewer that's scrolling through the comments that helps nobody. Why not comment and go, I had one of these and I hated it. The trigger felt horrible on it. It was unreliable with the ammunition I I was trying to use. It looked ugly, whatever the case may be, right? Give us, give some more feedback, right? And so I don't know how in the, uh, uh, in the grand scheme of things, what we're talking about is just trying to make everybody uh, a connected part of this this community, not just the creators, but the people that are watching and the people that are commenting and all of that, and understand the value they bring, right, to the conversation. Like out there in the live chat, like down in the comments, and be able to utilize that that platform that they got, which is a platform that they've got, the same as we have, um, to actually help other people, right, by instead of just going in and dropping some crazy bomb, which is akin to a troll comment, it's absolutely worthless at that point, actually drop some nuggets of knowledge and things that might help somebody along. Um, as far as approach with comments like that, uh, how do you guys deal with that and trying to bring the comment section of the live chat, whatever, more into uh, the crux of the conversation, Roke? You know, I, I like to engage my audience. Uh, I like to have conversations with them. Uh, there are videos that I've put out that people have left comments where I, w- I went, I, I totally didn't even think about that. I, even I learned from my from comments on my videos. Um, so I like to, if somebody just drops a comment in, like you were saying, hated it, uh, I'm one of the first people out there going, why did you hate it? What was wrong? Um, cause I want, I want to learn from that and I want everybody else in the comments to learn from that too. So, you know, I hate that, you know, I hate that just drop a bomb and run because nobody's learning mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's one of the core things of my channel is let's learn. So, right. you know, getting someone to engage, if they're not going to engage, they're just not going to engage, but I, I, I try to get them to engage. Right. Um, Papa, what are, what are some of the ways that you try to help poke people along, get them more engaged, elaborate a little more sometimes when they comment? Yeah, I, I try to answer their comments. I try to get them to, to engage. Um, I'd say maybe 2% to actually engage sure. back once, once that happens. But if they have a question on something or, hey, where did you find this? Or I try to help them out the best I can. And point them in the right direction. Right. Um, Ghost, what about you? 
Uh, I have a couple things. One, so a lot of time I'll just be, I'll be a smart ass. Well, not in a mean way, but I'll be a smart. Right. I'll make some kind of smart alecky remark, right? Um, for more reasons to have them drop their guard a little bit, you know, and, and laugh a little bit, and then you can kind of transition them from that back and forth joking into, oh yeah, hey, by the way, going back to your original statement, you know, what about it didn't you like or? I was like, you know, I can only go off my experiences with this. I like this firearm, but we might be looking at something different or have different experiences, or I might have gotten a better gun or a worse gun than you did. And, and just the lots, you know, you had a, a limit or whatever. But if, you, if right. you try to, instead of put them on the defensive right away, I like to make you joke with them and get them laughing and, and joking back and forth and then swing them back to that original because they're probably more apt to open up once they feel like right. you might not be attacking them. Yeah, that's a great point, and I, I think I think maybe I some of my comments may come off. This is what I hate about social media, right? Um, and, and this is one of the one of the problems I have. For some people out here, I, I get it. This is great because normally in society they'd never have a conversation on the courthouse square or in the grocery store or anything like that. So at least this is something, right? But for for people that are like myself that are fairly used to the public eye, fairly used to conversation with other people. Um, I'm not a great orator or, you know, conversationalist by any stretch of the imagination or anything like that. Uh, but I enjoy that human interaction. Um, you know, this is great because it connects us halfway across the world, literally. Um, but it also lacks that that human element. So a lot of times when we're reading into comments, we read read into things, stuff that's not there, right? And I think that sometimes my comment may be a little more, may, may seem a little more matter-of-fact and brash. And so maybe that does scare them off to not come back and reply. So occasionally I do, I use some self-deprecating humor uh, and some other stuff. Uh, to try to lighten the mood and, and get them back into that conversation to then try to follow up. So it, that's a great point, Ghost. And maybe I need to just practice doing that a little more. Well, and there, there's a lot to be said about, and you'll be able to tell me I can, and you can read people very well. Like, like I, I, I pride myself on being able to read people for, for the most part, mm-hmm. is you make a, a smart alecky comment and they come back firing at, on all cylinders still, then you know what kind of person they are. You know what to expect for the rest of that conversation. And you can either engage in that or just sit there and say, you know what, no matter what I say to this guy, it's not going to change anything. So at that right. point, you just move on. That's true. That's true. Um, and it takes those people too, you know, honestly. So uh, let them, if they, if they cover it, if they drop bombs, let them do that. Take them for the view and, and move on. That's my uh, my opinion on it. So, yeah, looks like we're going to get out of here right at an, at an hour. That's awesome. Maybe the first time it's happened on this podcast in a while. But uh, have covered a lot of ground. We're long game, short game. Again, um, always encourage you, even if you were out there in the live chat, we well, thank you for joining and being a part of the, the conversation out there. Uh, heck, real quick, Stephen, DJ, Artak. Gizzard, Snob, Honcho, Warsaw, Jacob, uh, G-Webs, and uh, G-23, and more that was out there, I'm sure, that we missed. Seldom do we shout out on this uh, show, but since we're kind of closing out early and you guys did participate out there in live chat, thanks for that. And remember, if you're in a replay, we're going to shame you a little bit. Join live and be a part of the live conversation if and when you can. But whether you're live, whether you're in replay, remember that the comments are always down below. And I just noticed I had the top chat on. So why YouTube does not default to the uh, to the actual live chat, I will never understand. Shame on you, YouTube, for that. But um, So my apologies if I missed anything uh, out there while we were moving along. So I'm going to run this one uh, through the room. Final thoughts and uh, plugs or anything else that you uh, may want to throw out there. Before we get the heck out of here, uh, we'll start with Papa. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, get out there and, and you know, start your channel, film it. You know, I when I started, I played for the long game. I, I planned on doing it for a while, so you know, I slowly ramped up into it. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of guys that do short game and do it well. So you get out there, you know, film yourself, 
put it out there. Let's get this two A community rolling. There you go, uh, Rogue. You know, definitely get out there, start filming. Uh, don't be afraid to to look silly in front of the camera. I know I did. Um, you know, I'm almost at 150 videos, and I think I'm just starting to hit my stride. So it, it does take a long time. So plan on your channel for for long term. It it, it takes it, it takes its time. Um, you're going to grow at the speed of that you're going to grow at. So. Um, you know, do the stuff that that people are telling you to do that have been successful, and then just enjoy the ride while you're while you're learning your craft. So, uh, also, if you're if you're going into the into the gun community or your gun channel, respect your other um, gun channels. You know, we don't need to be at each other's throats. We've got politicians to do that for us. Um, we should be the community. And we should not be fighting amongst ourselves saying, you know, you're not 2A enough. Well, you know, that I, I hate hearing that because everybody has their part and they're doing their part. So, you know, do your part. Don't shame somebody else for doing their part and thinking they don't do enough because you have no idea that their message might be resonating with a certain part of the audience. So, uh, well, thanks for having me on. Um, I have a channel here on YouTube. It's the Rogue Banshee. Uh, you can catch me on just about any social media, the Rogue Banshee. Uh, if you Google the Rogue Banshee, you'll you'll find me. Uh, this weekend, I got a, a video dropping um, um, about the uh, about some gunsmith screwdrivers. So awesome. uh, just swing swing by the channel and check that out. Awesome, uh, Ghost, bring it home. Yeah, a great conversation. And if you're out there in podcasts or replay and all of that, and if you've ever thought about starting your channel, we talk about it all the time, turn your camera on. We need as many cameras or voices on these platforms that we can get. But ultimately it comes down to one thing I want to say is it sounds like the four of us, we, we are, and we're all typically long game minded people, but that doesn't mean that there isn't some validity to the short game channels. So no matter what you do, if you're, if you're willing to turn that camera on before you do the very first thing, literally write down a mission statement on a piece of paper. And what that does, that re redefines to yourself what you want to do with your channel. And whether it's short game or long game, be true to that mission as long as you can. That's where you're going to be successful. So thanks for having me. You bet. Um, yeah, I would, and I've been watching a lot more lately. One of my favorite people in the world to watch, and I highly recommend it, and tons and tons of. Well, I appreciate that, man. Is is yeah. Besides Ghost, of course, yeah. Is a uh, Simon Sinek. It's Simon S I N E K. Simon Sinek, and um, yeah, I mean, he's more talking about business, but many of the same principles apply, right? Um, as far as motivation and passion and and looking for the why and you know all of this all of this other stuff and so um, yeah definitely check some of I you know just want to encourage just because it's fresh on my mind and I watched good lord probably an hour or more of his stuff today um, if you want some inspiration um, and some ideas on you know where I think. We should be going as a community, not just as a community. That's too, that's too short game. That's too short minded. Where we should be going as society, right? Did um, I think, man, I think that guy's spot on with a lot of stuff he's talking about. So shout out. Uh, he doesn't need my shout outs, believe me. But if you have not heard of him, have not followed and watched any of his stuff, uh, Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. Um, looks like Mr. Big Kid jumped in there late so we'll dock his pay for that uh not a uh, not a problem uh yeah remember uh, i've got a video coming up probably i don't know with with having to go to talladega on monday i don't know um but got a video coming up that was actually prompted by ghost it was a question that ghost called the other day ghost and buck were out on the range called me the other day uh, and he actually said, you, you should make a video. And I thought about doing a YouTube shorts and then I got to thinking about it and I thought, you know, I don't really want to rush it. Um, 
And so I'm just going to do a normal video on this. So that one's coming out. If you're a YouTube channel member, thank you, by the way, for that. You guys have access already to that video. And if you're a Patreon patron, thank you for that as well. You guys also have uh, early access to that. But uh, I want to thank Ghost for, for pushing me to do that. I don't think I've got a video that addresses that issue uh, on the channel anywhere else, which is amazing uh, because I can't. I wished I had a nickel. People say this, it's a cliche, but it's true. If I had a nickel for every time I was asked that question, I'd be a millionaire. So that one's dropping. And then, as I mentioned, top of the show, and just a second ago, headed to Talladega. So, uh, yeah, keep me in your thoughts and all that. <laughs> Leaving out sometime um, Sunday to, to travel. Shouldn't be that bad of a trip. And then going to try to drive straight through and get back home once it's, uh, once it's done. But uh, let me know. Uh, email. Uh, clovertack at gmail.com check out the uh the podcast yesterday on that uh where i kind of explained the different manufacturers vendors um booths whatnot that are going to be there uh and if there's things specifically you're interested you're saying hey go check out this brand or this model or whatever it might be be sure to let me know uh because i don't know how much i can get to um in that day's time. I mean, hopefully I can cover a lot of ground, but you never, you never really know. Uh, and then also don't forget podcast tomorrow. If you're out there live around noon, Eastern standard time, we're going to record a live podcast with, uh, uh, Oh, heck my mind went blank. Help me ghost Mark. Yeah. Mark from, uh, <laughs> I was thinking Davis. I had Davis for some reason. I was thinking <laughs> right. Gary, uh, but anyway, um, Gary Davis is somebody else. Yeah. Mark, good Lord. I could picture him because he looks like a big, huge lumberjack, but, uh, um, he is uh, a big, huge lumberjack. He, I think. He is a big, huge, yeah. <laughs> um, but he is, um, uh, would make one heck of a Santa Claus just saying, but, uh, yeah, Mark is, uh, is going to join us. He's with Axion optics. Uh, also Umarex, of course, air guns, uh, going to talk about some of the new models. There's a really, really cool, uh, he was showing me revolver. Go figure. Really cool revolver, right? Uh, fake that news. He, uh, fake news. He uh, he sent me that is uses pepper ball and paintball and some other things, and then they also have a pellet uh, version of that. And I can't remember the name of it offhand. We'll definitely look at that tomorrow. And talk to him about it because it looks freaking amazing. It looks kind of like the Smith and Wesson TR8, I guess, in a way. Um, Anyway, look for those things coming on the channel. Thanks for everybody joining. It was a short one, so that's good. It happens sometimes. And uh, until next time here on the uh, studio, stay nerdy. <laughs>